the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, it is 9.35. Appreciate you joining us this morning. Um, This is Jamie Raskin, 2024. Hello, everyone. I wanted to just start by restating the obvious, which is that the impeachment investigation um, essentially ended yesterday in substance, if not in form, with the explosive revelation that Mr. Smirnoff's uh, allegations about Ukrainian Burisma payments to Joe Biden were uh, concocted uh, along with Russian intelligence. This is Jamie Raskin, 2023. Yeah, there's a confidential human source that the FBI works with who has proven to be very credible who reported a conversation with someone else. Let's get some reaction to that nonsense with Congressman Jim Jordan, Chairman of the House Judiciary Committee and uh, the Weaponization Subcommittee, also on the Oversight Committee. Congressman, good morning. How are you doing, Bob? Good to be with you. Good to be with you as well. So is the impeachment inquiry dead now because Alexander Smirnoff has been charged with lying by the corrupt Biden Justice Department? <laughs> no, uh, it doesn't change Doesn't change any, any of, the, of the fundamental facts. Uh, and, and what Mr. Raskin said a year ago, I think, in the clip he just played, mm-hmm. is exactly what Christopher Steele, or excuse me, uh, Christopher Ray told us when, uh, um, when we were trying to get the information. This guy is so credible, so important. We don't want to give the form. The form can't go public. We're concerned about the safety. This guy has been a long, I guess now for like 14 years, this guy had been a source for the FBI. So credible that we couldn't see the form. We had to push and push and push. In fact, Mr. Comer had to threaten contempt. Uh, of Mr. Ray, uh, if he didn't give us the information, and then he gives us the information, and now they now they say he was he was providing false information. So I mean, maybe he was, maybe in fact he was, but that doesn't change the uh, the four fundamental facts that we've talked about numerous times when it comes to Burisma. Fact one: Hunter Biden put on the board, paid a million dollars a year. Fact two: He wasn't qualified to be on the board. He said so himself. Fact three: He is asked. Hunter Biden is asked by the executives at Burisma to help uh, relieve the pressure they are under. He calls D.C., calls his father. Fact four, Joe Biden conditions the release on on a uh, billion dollars of American foreign aid to Ukraine on the firing of the prosecutor who was applying the pressure to the company that Hunter Biden set on the board of. Uh, those facts do not change whatever the, the Mr. Smirnoff said or didn't say, whether he's, whether he's uh, being being straight or whether he's telling uh, telling lies. Yeah, and, and, and it is important to note, though, by the way, that this is somebody that, as you pointed out, was very well respected and was believed to be a, a, a very valuable confidential source who had provided tons of information that have led to several convictions in a lot of cases here. And suddenly now he says something that contradicts what the Bidens have said, and he is a liar. Now, I don't know if he is or he's not, but it, it is interesting that they are so quick to believe it. It's always on allegations rather than on proof. Um, and they're saying that because he is alleged to have uh, given misinformation or given uh, information that has not been factually accurate, that we now can dismiss everything he said and end the inquiry as if, well, the four things you just said did not exist. Yeah. Plus, they indicted this guy. So maybe, maybe in fact, he did say, say things that weren't, weren't accurate. But I will tell you this, when we deposed 
U.S. Attorney Scott uh, Brady, who was the guy charged in 2020 with filtering and being the clearinghouse for all uh, all information related to Hunter Biden and the Bidens regarding Ukraine, Scott Brady said what what his preliminary evaluation of this confidential human source was that he showed the indicia of credibility. That's straight from the deposition. So we also have the U.S. attorney who said he thought this guy was credible. So all that all that is happened, and now now they indict him. Okay, maybe he lied. Maybe he said things that weren't weren't accurate. Maybe he gave information that wasn't accurate. Um, but I, again, it doesn't change the fundamental facts. And then to your point. Remember, in 2016, it was a Trump-Russia operation. The campaign was working with Russia, they told us. Then in 2020, it was, oh, the laptop is a Russian information operation. And here we are now in 2024, and there's another Russian oper- operation in play. I mean, they have, they have trotted this story out now three times. Uh, coincidentally, every time there's a presidential election and President Trump's on the ballot. So, uh, again, maybe, it's, maybe, maybe he deserves to be indicted. Maybe he said false things. But you got to start to wonder sometimes when you're thinking about uh, the, the history with uh, with the FBI in this story. Yeah, and and I think you also have to take into account here exactly how desperate they are to protect their you know their empire. Um, Tony Bobulinski is of course a very very uh, important material witness in everything that Hunter Biden was into. We know about this from the uh, now verified Hunter Biden laptop, and yet Jamie Raskin has continued to attack his character. Uh, I'm I'm reading a letter right now, or at least I read it, and I have it in front of me right now. From Tony Bobolinsky's attorney, minor assassination of Mr. Bobolinsky's character and grotesque mischaracterizations of his words will only serve to highlight the gaslighting and vilification Mr. Bobolinsky has endured since he reluctantly came forward almost four years ago to share with the public the facts of his business experience with the Biden family. Congressman, they're doing this to uh, to Smirnoff. They're doing this to Bobolinsky. They're essentially saying everybody that's been associated with the Bidens is a liar except for the Bidens. Yeah, and don't forget the whistleblowers. Don't forget the attack they, yes. they did on the whistleblowers who came. There, Tony Bobolinsky's story has remained the same, and it stood up to cross examination several hours a week ago. I was in the deposition. Um, uh, the the whistleblowers' story has not wavered. Their testimony has not changed because they're telling the truth, and they've been attacked. They've been retaliated against by the, by the, the David Weiss was kicking kicked them off the investigation. So uh, the story that has changed though is what the White House has said, what Joe Biden has said, and frankly, what David Weiss at the Justice Department has said. Their story, they're, they're, they've changed multiple. David Weiss told me in a letter back on June 7th, he said, I have, the, I have ultimate authority to determine when, where, and whether to press charges. Then he sent me a, 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 a letter 23 days later. He says, well, really, I don't. I can only bring charges in my Delaware U.S. Attorney's District. Well, it can't be both, dude. And you, you told me two different stories. And what happened in between those two days? The whistleblowers came forward. And then, of course, the, the, well, the White House has said, Joe Biden said, I never spoke to my son about his business. Well, that changed, too. I was never in business with my son. And then that further changed when Hunter Biden said, my father was not financially involved in my business. So that story has changed multiple times, but not Tony Bobolinsky, not the whistleblowers. Uh, Their story has remained consistent, which should tell us something. Yeah, one would think that those who remain consistent are, you know, the hardest thing to do is to, is to, um, uh, is to confirm a lie because, you know, you, the, a lie leads to other lies in order to protect it. If your story never yep. changes, the odds are very, very good that you have nothing to change. You have, you have nothing to hide, rather. Uh, and that's the case with these witnesses and whistleblowers, but not with the White House. Now, speaking well, of... Well, and the other one is the FBI. The FBI story changed. He's the most credible source in history. We've used him for 14 years. You can't see the 1023 form. Now it's, oh, he's a liar. We're going to indict him. 
well, maybe this is, maybe he did lie, but that story has certainly changed as well. Very, very true. Let's talk about Jim Biden's testimony now. Um, uh, he is being accused of contradicting himself during his closed-door uh, testimony yesterday about business deals with Rob Walker, Tony Bobolinsky, and James Gillier. Can you tell me about the contradictions? Well, the biggest takeaway I had with, with just the, the Jim Biden business is, you, you know, uh, the, the, the biggest takeaway is you don't want to work with Jim Biden. I mean, he has uh, m- multiple business ventures have failed. Uh, multiple individuals he still owes money to, to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, when when they, they do this deal with CEFC, which was the Chinese energy company, initially it's Hunter Biden and his partners, Mr. Gilliar, Mr. Bobolinsky, and uh, Mr. Walker, who are working on this deal with, with these, this Chinese company. And then Jim Biden's brought in. And when Jim Biden's brought in, a few months later, it, everyone gets kicked out except the Bidens. They kick all the other business guys out and because they, they, they want all the money. They want the $5 million that comes after the WhatsApp message. They want that all for the Bidens. So um, the biggest takeaway is you, wanna, you don't want to do business with, this, with this, uh, this, this Jim Biden guy because everything seems to be a problem, whether it's just – I mean, there's been all kinds of stories written about other businesses that have had multiple problems. So that, to me, was, was the biggest takeaway. But it was all about the brand. I always say it's the money, the business, the brand. And before Joe Biden is candidate for president of the United States and, and when he announces in 2019, all the run-up to that is all about selling access to the brand. And that deal with the Chinese energy company gets sealed when Joe Biden stops by a lunch at the Four Seasons where he got eight Chinese executives with the company and you got Hunter Biden and his team. Joe Biden shows up, gives a little quick presentation and leaves. That was the deal closer because three weeks later, that's when they get the millions of dollars wired to him. Did we ever find out through any of the investigations so far in any of the questions in any of the committee hearings or even in the closed-door testimony that, are, that has been given, what exactly it is that the Bidens were selling? Do we have any idea no. what their quote-unquote business involved? Because you can't make money selling something unless there is a product or a service that you are providing. Do we have any idea what product or service they have been providing? Well, yeah, Jim, Jim Biden would, would say and said yesterday that he was a consultant. He was, <laughs> he was providing his expertise, and that expertise was so good that there were multiple business failures that he was involved in, but he could still sell that expertise to foreign companies. Uh, he was so valuable. In fact, he was so valuable that they, him and Hunter Biden said, to heck with Walker, Bobolinsky, and Gilyar, their business partners, those three guys. We're kicking them out now, now that they got the initial payment, because we want the other payments coming just to uh, Hunter Biden and, and, and Jim Biden, uh, because their consultancy talent was so, so good. Um, that's what they were selling. And, and anyone with, uh, I think, common sense can see it was access to the brand. And as Devin Archer, one of Hunter Biden's business partners, said, the brand was Joe Biden. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why the big guy always had his 10% set aside. And uh, those numbers, of course, have been verified in a number of ways, not just from the Biden family laptop. And that's what I call it. It's Hunter left it at the, uh, Hunter left it at the shop, but it, of course, had all of the skeletons of the entire Biden family and what they have been into. Let's pivot. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the Constitution, and I'm looking at the Supreme Court, and I'm saying, hmm, the Supreme Court said that it is unconstitutional for Joe Biden to continue to forgive student loan debt. And since that time, I think now, yesterday was was around a half dozen times since the Supreme Court said you cannot do yeah. this, that he continues to do this. And he's doing so, essentially, to buy votes. I mean, this is an yeah. election year, and he's going up and saying, as a matter of fact, I saw Lawrence O'Donnell 
tweeting about this, you know, if your student loan has been reduced or uh, been forgiven altogether, you have one man to thank for this with a picture of Joe Biden, which, of course, is saying vote for the guy and thank him for for forgiving your loans. Congressman, how does he continue to do something that the Supreme Court says, no, sir, you cannot do it? It's it's a problem across the board with with this administration. It's it's probably my biggest concern because when you when you when you undermine the fundamentals of how our great system works, the greatest country ever with the greatest constitution ever, that is a that is a huge problem. And it's it's not just that he's I, I went against the Supreme Court and the Constitution on the student loan issue. It's the censorship that he's done that directly attacks the First Amendment, and they they do it all for political. It's all politically based. This is about getting votes. They did it with the censorship of anyone who spoke out against the election, anyone who spoke out against their COVID uh, protocols and, and things they were doing relative to COVID. Um, it's it's scary and it's wrong. Uh, I think deep down most Americans know it, and I think it's going to be it's going to weigh on uh, Americans uh, impact Americans' decision when they go and vote this fall. Well, yeah, and, and, and again, like I said, it's almost bribery. It's almost vote-buying, and, and from what I saw earlier today, I think the total now after this particular round is done is going to be around $138 billion of loan relief that Biden has greenlit thus far. That's almost as much as we have already spent on Ukraine funding so far. Uh, I want people to understand these are American tax dollars, and the worst part about it, Congressman, and you can speak to this, is how many people chose not to go to college so they didn't have to yeah. get strapped with that and chose to go to a trade school or chose to go into the military or chose to take out a different kind of a loan and start their own business, their own repair shop or whatever it is, uh, and, and they're not getting their loans forgiven. Yeah, or the family who paid for their, 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 their child's uh, education or the student who worked their way through and said, you know what, I'll go this semester, I'll, I'll stay out the next semester, we'll work to pay for the following semester and did it the old-fashioned way, paid for it, while they were going, I mean, like that's tough to do with the cost of college today. But people, people do those kind of things with help from family. All that, all that, and as you point out, the people who decide not to go to college who are, who are running their own business and, and working. It is so wrong, so just fundamentally wrong to to do this. But he thinks it's going to help him politically, so he's doing it. Um, just like so many other crazy policy decisions that he's made. Um, last thing I want to talk to you about this morning, Congressman Jim Jordan, Chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, $355 million. I know you've given a lot of statements on this, but we haven't talked. Yesterday, Letitia James, who I want to continue to remind everybody, was only uh, elected because she literally ran her campaign for Attorney General on, uh, 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 I'm going to get Donald Trump. Not, I am aware of a crime and we are going to look to solve said crime, but I'm going to get him on something. I'll find something to charge him with. And now she did. And now a corrupt, corrupt judge has, has, has put that $355 million fine out there. Now he needs a half a billion just to be able to appeal it. And she said, if we don't collect it, I'm going after his properties. I'm going after Trump Tower itself. Um, give me your reaction to all of that. This is happening in America. It's frightening. What they've done to this individual, because they don't like his positions, they don't like, they don't want him running as the Republican nominee for president, and it started in 16, actually 15, when they, when he come down the S, they started just spying on his campaign, which we, which, you know, using foreigners to get information, it looks like, to spy on his campaign. Then it was Mueller, which was a baloney. We talked about that earlier. Then, of course, it was impeachment. Then, of course, it's, 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 uh, the four different criminal prosecutions and the two civil pro- uh, 
prosecution. I mean, it's like it never stopped. Then it was the 14th Amendment. Now they're going to try to take away his property, take away Trump Tower from him, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is frightening to see where this is going. I've heard some people say that, that you know, don't live in a blue state right now because you never know. Will they come after you next? That is how frightening it's been, this weaponization of government, this lawfare, using the law in a way to go after your political opponents is is wrong. It's not supposed to occur in America, and they're doing it in such a uh, a crazy, sick way uh, with their efforts to stop President Trump. Again, I think it's going to backfire, but man, is it tough on the president and what he has to do and the the resources he has to uh, put out there just to defend himself. Well, not only, you know, if you do business in a blue state, but particularly that state, because I am seeing more and more, as a matter of fact, enough investors have said that's it. We're not investing anything in New York City, anything, whether it be real estate, real estate, businesses, anything else, because if they can do this to one man, they can do it to any of us. And it has become yeah. so serious, that threat, that the governor has come out and said, no, 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> else, right? Yeah. Nobody else is going yeah. to face this, just him. If that's not if that's not textbook admission of the election interference, Congressman Jordan, then what is? Yeah, right, right. It won't be anyone else. It'll just be the guy who's running against the Democrats. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the nominee for the Republicans. That's the only one we're going to. Don't worry about it. anyway. Everyone else is saying, "Come on." That just sort of as you as you as you indicated. That just proves the point that they're they're going after President Trump. But it it, it will it's bigger. Remember, Joe Biden censored his his Democrats. Uh, opponent in the primary. He censored Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on the third day of his administration. His White House said, take down this tweet ASAP. Turned out to be the tweet was everything in the tweet was actually an accurate statement and uh, it turned out the guy they were going after was the guy that was going to run against them in the Democrat primary, for goodness sake. So um, this is this is how crazy it's gotten under these, uh, under these leftists who now controlled uh, so much of the Democrat Party. Yeah, this is chilling. What it uh, to me, what this says to every American, you know, it, it's been a meme, and President Trump has said, "Hey, they're not after me; they're after you, and I'm just in the way." And it's a, it's a, it's a meme, and it's politics. But the reality is, uh, if they can do this to him, they can also do it to everybody else and anybody else. Kevin O'Leary, Mister Wonderful, says, "I'm never investing another nickel into New York because uh, because yeah. they can do this." Yeah, every every real estate, by the way. Uh, an owner or or uh, a broker has always tried to get the most value for their every homeowner. I, I can tell you of this: course. when my home, when, you know, when they audit my home for the purposes of property taxes, I hope they go low. When I've got to sell yeah. my home, I want to I want it to have the highest value possible, and I'm gonna I'm gonna estimate it at that. That's what people do. That's not criminal. Nobody's ever been charged for that before, much less hit with a three hundred fifty million dollar fine. Yeah, particularly when someone's willing to pay that price or some bank's willing to make that loan, and then they get paid back, which is exactly what happened here in in New York. The chilling effect, though, Mm -hmm. this attack on President Trump and and conservatives has is is what frightens me the most, because there is is no dismissing that when when you see this happening, there are Americans who say, you know what, I'm going to keep my head down. I'm not going to speak out. I have a family business that I've got to protect. I have people, you know. There, there, that is that is that is the scariest thing to me because good people will say maybe I won't maybe I won't run for that school board position because I know what that means now maybe I won't get involved maybe I won't donate to this candidate because you know that'll show up on some camp, uh, campaign finance form and do I really want the press writing something some liberal press writing something about me and then them boycotting my business or, people now that's in the back of their mind and that never happened prior to all this, that this wasn't something you considered in America. 
And to me, that is so frightening because if you can't speak, none of your other rights mean anything because freedom of speech is the most important thing we have. You can't practice your faith. You can't share your faith. You can't petition your government. You don't have a free press if you're not allowed to talk. And that's what they're coming after. Well, I can bear witness to exactly what you're saying right now, because I can tell you doing what I do for a living and uh, the fact that I have the platform that I have, I live, guys like me live in terror of an audit, uh, of a targeting for something because we have voices and we are not afraid to use them. And and it, quite frankly, it's making me afraid to use it sometimes. I haven't backed down yet, but literally we cannot speak out because we're fearful. We are fearful of what the government has done and, and how it's been weaponized against people like us. So, you are yeah. you are not wrong at all that um, well, our voice God bless you silenced. for doing it people appreciate it Bob and I, I, well. I do too God bless you for doing it and uh, you're right you run that risk but the country is worth it and here's the thing I'm finding more and more Americans are saying to heck with it I'm going to step forward and do it I'm going to risk it because I care about my country I care about the future of my kids my grandkids and what this great nation means to the world uh, you're seeing I was at an event last night all kinds of people showing up for this candidate I mean, I mean that's that's what we that's what we need and i think i think more and more americans are figuring out we got it we got to do it because what this biden administration has done to the country is so wrong we all need to grab a crate and dump that tea into the into the into the metaphorical harbor right now this is literally what we have to do and we'll leave it at that congressman jordan thank you for the time we appreciate it you bet Right. Thank you. Here's Take Jim care. Jordan on AM 1420, The Answer. I mean, really, I'm, you know, Boston Tea Party moment? Yeah, maybe so. We had people talk about that earlier this week, and uh, and I think it, there really is a moment here. We have to either step up and stand up uh, and do what needs to be done, or we are going to sit here and watch all of our rights be taken away from us. There is a revolutionary moment that is going to come, and I am not calling for an armed revolution. Do not get me wrong, but I am indeed calling for a revolution and a pushback against the tyranny we are facing right now. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.